Welcome to the Verley Podcast, the leaders in real estate tech and marketing with your host, Tyler Irons. Welcome to the Verley Podcast. Today we have on Mo Berry with mm-hmm. us. So Mo, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Um, cool setup here. Um, just thankful for the opportunity. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely um, an interesting room that we have because when we, when we decided to like move over with KW Elite, mm-hmm. we invested a, a little bit of money into this uh, this setup. So, yeah. but I think it's definitely paid off, and um, I think we're gonna get a lot of value out of it. So, um, yeah. but yeah, let's uh, let's just jump into it and mm-hmm. chat a little bit about you know you and what you what you're up to these days and yeah. and what where you're going. So, uh, you know, just give us a quick rundown of your history. Yeah, so um, as y'all know, you know, I was 2019 captain for Nebraska Cornhuskers. You know, after that season, it's projected to get drafted or at least first priority a free agency pick. Um, that didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, you know, many opportunities were lost due to the COVID and not having rookie minicamp, not having finishing pro day workouts afterwards and or training camp. So, um it it was real hard, uh, but the the biggest thing is I had to move on, um, and I didn't want to be a victim, or I'm not into this belief of victimization, so I had to move on, and I made some calls. Uh, one of those calls were to um, Karen Jennings of Berkshire Hathaway, who hooked me up with Vince Lisey, and then a mass email got sent out. Uh, then I went with Mike Pettit of the Metro Pros. Um, he's been an incredible leader for me and a mentor that has uh, taught me the game the right way. And um, so I moved um, back to Omaha and was intern- interning uh, with him until I had my license uh, in the latter part of January. And, um, you know, it's been a great month. Uh, I closed, I have closed pending uh, of three mil uh, wow. in my first quarter. And That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been hard. Uh, been working, finding innovative uh, ways to get clients and secure uh, fair commissions and stuff like that. It's been tiresome, um, working twelve hours some days, uh, most days, um, and you know it's been hard. But um, the success is there, and um, so after that, I I. Thought to myself, maybe the the course is to be individual. Um, I appreciate everything ha- that Mike has done for me, and uh, everything that Berkshire Hathaway um, Brokerage has done for me, and has facilitated my growth as a person. Uh, but I thought KW Elite and the curve, being ahead of the curve, and giving things, giving more resources to my clients, and bettering the product is what needed to be done. And, you know, Jeff and what he's doing here is uh, exceptional, even with our market and our setting being in Nebraska. And I just thought it was a great opportunity. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, you've done a lot in a very short amount of time in real estate. So mm-hmm. um, do you have uh, any main focuses right now that you're trying to you know zero in on for? I mean, are you looking residential, multifamily, mm-hmm. commercial? I mean. Yeah, you know, I don't have a, a niche or whatnot, as they say. Um, I, I would say that 
it's whatever my clientele wants. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I want to be very versatile just because I'm still learning. I don't know everything, and I'm not even close to maximizing myself. So I just want to, it's really, okay, what clients do I get more of that's going to dictate where do I specialize even more of? But right now I'm trying to learn everything. Just almost like taking ACE requirement courses in college where you're just vert diverse. You don't know your major yet, but right. you're trying to figure out when you're dabbling things, what do you enjoy the most? And so right now I just enjoy real estate in the whole. And um, I do commercial. Right now working with an out-of-state um, partner in Des Moines, Iowa, doing um, commercial leasing. Then I'm doing, uh, you know, I've done multi-units, um, small multi-units, single family for investment, single family for moving in. Um, so I've been everywhere in different price ranges. Um, you know, just got the closing date now for one of my um, friends. They're uh, closing on a half a mil home. So it's just doing a lot of things. And then I'm selling 120. So I'm helping buyers there because I, I actually enjoy that, by the way, 120, because that's hard for people to get that. So when I get that for them and I'm, I'm passionate about it because uh, it's hard for them because they're competing with cash offers and stuff like right. that and investors buying in so when i get them that i'm, I'm more happy than ever, anything because it's like a competition there for sure uh but yeah so any i could help anyone um uh anywhere at any time so it's not for me i'm not just specialized i am trying to win for who, whomever is my client you know that that's a really cool place to be too because i think you know more real estate is probably going to move that way in the future where you can now service your client through the you know the life cycle of the, of their buying experience because mm -hmm. you know like you said the person who's buying the hundred and the hundred thousand dollars to the hundred twenty thousand dollar home mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. you know maybe at some point it's going to be buying the investment right. property on the road right. or the commercial property and, and you're going to be able to you know have experience in all those things that you can kind of navigate them through that journey and you know and, and a lot of it's just people don't know what they don't know so like yeah. you, as much as you're learning you can then teach that to other people and then they can understand you know how how to create wealth through real estate. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's really cool to be able to, you know, start start learning it all and take it in. And like you said, I'm sure that's uh, mm -hmm. 12 hour days and not <laughs> not easy work because it's easy to just specialize sometimes. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's pros and cons of each, but that's uh, that's yeah. taken on a lot. And that's that's a bit it says a lot about you. Yeah. So and, you know, just in this market right now, you can't if you're particular, if you're trying to be singular, you know, you're not it's even coming out uh it's gonna be very tough you know uh people we we got good people real good agents here and they have ruled the, the market through connections and um uh, lineage and stuff like that um but being a new person you have to find ways to get your clients to prove to them that you know you deserve their their you deserve their um business and you could um add value to them so i can't I'm not choosing the clients. I'm telling everyone, anyone, I'm saying, look, this is why I have to offer for you. Um, this is what I could do that makes me different. And if you choose me, then this is what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the, the deal, I, I'm aligned with people. If I don't know it, I have aligned myself with people that know everything right. in every direction. Um, you know, Boomer and people, uh, Mike or whomever that knows different things that could help me um, 
better serve my clients. But what I have is I'm going to go to battle. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to find it. I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to deliver. And that's the importance there. Right. I mean, that's, I think you said it perfectly. I mean, a lot of people are just afraid to say, I don't know, or like not have the answers, but that's, you know, I think most people respect when someone can say, I don't know, but I will find Mm -hmm. out. I think that, you know, that, that goes a really long ways to, you know, be able to actually go execute and, and find those answers and, and yeah. being able to defer to mentorships and things like that. And, and realizing that you are, you know, sometimes you, you're going to be new. There's, I mean, if, if we're doing our, our business right in any industry, we should always be learning new things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how we level up and that's how we, you know, continue to push ourselves forward. But yeah. I like your, your viewpoint of, you know, taking it, taking the opportunities you have and making the most of those opportunities oh, within yeah. the lifetime of those opportunities. Yes, so I think yes, you, uh, I think I think you're on a, the right path for sure, and I, you're going to be doing a lot of cool things. So yeah. I'm really excited to see everything else that's going to come along. Um, what's been, you know, one of your favorite things about real estate so far? Um, you know, I would say just meeting great people mm-hmm. or meeting people in general. Um, I was asked a question yesterday. I'm saying, who else I've learned from, and and who's um, besides, you know, because I always say it's uh, Mike Pettin, but first and foremost, first my, my mother. And then after that is uh, Coach Bray, a coach who has transformed my life in college at Nebraska. And then I'll say Mike Pettin in uh, real estate. But I would say everyone. I learn from everyone. I, I, You know, talking to you, I'm picking up stuff from you that you do well that I don't, that I, so stuff that I admire about you. Um, that I could add to my own toolbox, it, it, whether it's mannerisms, me, whether it's a way of talking, or communicating um, some of the, your ideas and so forth. It it could be a lot of things, and you could learn from every conversation. So I like having conversations. I like learning from people. I think real estate has a you know a lot of businessmen and women that you learn from, and. Um, and it's just it's just cool um, that it's a relational type of business and communication. If you're if you're opposed to it, you won't succeed there. And and you have to know how to communicate. And and it's great. And that's why I like, I really enjoy about it. Absolutely. No, that that's that's perfect. And you know that that is one really cool part about real estate that I've seen is just you know I always kind of look at real estate agents as like the open source industry, you know, mm. like, like there's a rough guideline, but how each agent adapts certain technologies or features or um, just like you said, like mannerisms of what they do mm-hmm. is such a wide variance oh, yeah. because they, they all put their own personal spin on it and, they, and you are all your own little business. So you can, you have that flexibility unlike a lot of other industries where that don't have flexibility because they have mm. to follow, you know, the script. Yep. So that's really cool. Yeah, they have to be real uniformed, and it's a way, a mold in, in which you act. It's almost like playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ha- A quarterback has to act like this, and um, that's what most industries are. Right, yep. And, and you guys do a good job of, like, staying agile, though, and being able to move with the times. Because, I mean, like you said, like, right now, the housing market, I think I saw the other day in Lincoln, there's, like, 40 homes on, on the market. Yeah. And how many of those are over? Probably 350 or 400,000. Yeah, and that's I'm actually helping someone get a townhome um, in um, Lincoln in in a villa, but villas are non-existent there. So yeah, it just it's a hard time in the market for the buyers. 
I really appreciate the people that's flipping um, homes, older homes, and both. There's a lot of older homes in Lincoln. There's a lot of older homes in Omaha that you know you can flip them and make them affordable for you know the I guess the intro buyers or low, lower range buyers, and you know it's nothing against them. Uh, they deserve quality in their price point as well. So like that's what I'm hoping to see more of because it's like it's many homes. In, in North O and uh, in many parts of, you know, downtown Lincoln near, where did I live before? It's by the, surrounding the Capitol, you yep. know, that area behind yep. the Capitol, I would say that, you know, they just need some love, tender, uh, some TLC and, and they're ready to go and, and someone could afford that and not, you know, have to sell their arm or leg for it. And, and have quality. So people who's doing those types of pro, um, projects, they're doing a great service to this community, both communities in Omaha and Lincoln. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree. Like, who would be your, your target person to meet? If you could meet anybody, who, who would you want to meet? Oh, that's in a name. Well, shoot, I would say Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Right. And Tom Brady, Ray Lewis. Just, uh, I would say... Those, those three. Those, that's a good three. Oh, and then Robert Kiyosaki, of course. Okay, um, yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy to see. First, from Tom Brady, he has always, he's never been comfortable and has never been complacent because his situations has always um, basically told him, "Look, you, your complacency, you're gone. If you have any complacency, you're gone. Mm -hmm. And if not, you just got to fight to belong here. Right. So you might not even be great because you don't have that, you don't have that uh, potential to be great. To just remain here, you have to fight. He had to, he was in quarterback battles in Michigan, quarterback battles in the NFL. Been doubted in the NFL. People have been saying he's a system quarterback. He has to stay there." I mean, this guy's been fighting all his life to prove himself to just belong. But guess what he did? He maximized himself to excel um, beyond expectation um, and has been consistent beyond belief. So people like that who have those minds, they, they have to be different. Um, right. Michael Jordan, uh, always been in a – he's different from Tom Brady because he's always been in that – expectations are high because he was blessed with so many abilities but he has always been his mind is that he is the underdog that he has to be every time he said and you know, watching the last dance he said he knew every night that some kid it was his first time watching him play and he wanted to make sure that the Michael Jordan they saw was the one that he once portrayed out there and to have that type of mindset, and a lot of players even nowadays don't have that mindset, but that is literally why he's the best athlete, best football, uh, basketball player of, of all time, because he had that mindset. Every game has to be magical. Yeah. To talk about seeing the macro. I mean, big picture, that's, uh, that's about as big as it gets, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about your legacy yeah. and how it's defined in that very moment, you know, and, and being able to see the foresight of that is just – that's unbelievable. Yeah. You know? But that's, again, like you said, it's just a different mindset. Like being always, uh, you know, Tom Brady feeling, you know, being told your whole life you're inadequate and, and never letting yourself be a victim. Yeah. I mean, never. never settling for the victim. 
And and that's the thing is he he accepted that okay I'm not blessed with everything that I have to outwork everybody. He said in an interview that you know I had a bad day in practice today, and I thought you know I thought the the coach was you know someone's they're looking for someone to take my job. That was his mindset, you know, and and that's crazy. And he said that after winning three Super Bowls during that interview, right? And and that's just the the drive he has. He's feeling like he, and I think it's with them. You know, I guess Tom Brady is chasing. He's chasing people's expectations or going above. You know, people's opinions. I think Michael Jordan, what he did great is, he chased himself. Mm-hmm. He never. It was never about people at all. He didn't care, and that's why he was able to maximize. Even though he was blessed with so much skills, he was always in competition with self and with that person in his head. And so those are two different mentalities because, you know, Tom Brady has a lot, a lot of, like, you know, I could see where his motivation comes from. People down him. Uh, Michael Jordan is like, uh, yes, sometimes people would doubt him, but really it's like, it's him and himself. So, so as many, some people have large expectations, but they fall off because they don't know how to stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Some people have none, uh, and they they let themselves stay down because they don't know how to get up or see above that veil of uh, of I guess doubt and so it's two different people that I look at in two different mindsets. Yeah, that's huge. Those are great people to have on your list. Yeah. So one last question: Do you have a favorite quote? Oh man, um, uh, put you on the spot. Yeah, that is a that's a um, yeah that's a that's a good one. I. I I made a quote, but I I don't really, I don't think I really have a a favorite quote. Yeah. I, I guess one thing, Coach Bray, you know, he, he basically told me that you know you got to learn a way of doing things. You know, I guess it's either you do it if you want to be exceptional, you have to have discipline, and you have to know you have to have a system. You have to have some in place that you could because. Again, being exceptional is being consistent, is, is being good every day, mm-hmm. being good every day. And people don't think about being good every day because they think, oh, it's easy to be good every day. Um, no, it's not. It's definitely it's not easy to be good every day. Your mind gets exhausted. Your passions change. Uh, your time is a premium. It's, it's hard to be good at what you do every day and basically that's what i live by basically is trying to be good every day maximizing myself every day my non-negotiable is is not the result is maximizing myself you know you can have a week where you don't sell nothing but you've been grinding so hard and you go to sleep with peace because guess what you knew you maximized yourself that day and next week you got four sales out of nowhere because all the work you did the week before, even though no one sees it, no one sees the sales those week, you're grinding that week. Right. And then out of nowhere, just things go go crazy. So it just, for me, just maximizing myself, it's not really, it's just what Coach Bray taught me, I remember. And, just, and not only on one side of your life, in every side, as a dad, maximizing yourself. As a, as a student, as, a, as you're, you know, being a child, uh, maximizing yourself, being just maximizing yourself in all the roles that you have in your life. And, and I think that's what I live by.
You said it perfect. Yep. I love it. Yes, I and it's just that fine little margin that uh that makes a difference. Yes. So Yes, sir. Now they know. Now, no, no, now, no. now no one has an excuse. No one has an Mo, excuse. Mo told you. So yeah. Now uh, we're going to hold you accountable. Well, so crazy. if anybody wants to reach out to you, how can they get a hold of you? Oh, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's various ways you could reach out to me. Um, uh, Twitter, Instagram at Barry Suave, B-A-R-R-Y-S-W-A-V-E-Y. Or you could call me 404-740. And I did say 404. So 740-9458. Uh, email me at mo mo dot barry b a r r y at k w dot com. So yeah, just reach out. Um, I'm a friendly guy. If you ever want to go out for a coffee, you want to meet over here uh, at K W Elite Office. Um, yeah, let's meet. Let's talk. Let's converse. Perfect. Thanks, Mo. Appreciate your time, and uh, look forward to seeing you know everything that you accomplish here over the next few years. And I'm sure we'll. Keep uh, keep having you on and just keep checking in with you. Yes, sir. Hopefully, I'm I'm still somebody. So, <laughs> all, all right. right. Perfect. Thanks. Yep.